1: Welcome to On The Rag, a monthly podcast where a bunch of women dissect a bunch of news, life, and whatever. My name is Alex Casey. I am joined today by Michelle A. Court and Zoe Sheltermer just to shoot the shit, really, about what's happened in February.
0: Bit of chit-chat.
1: Bit of chit-chat. Bit of a Jaffa Thin, if you're a bit of a fancier biscuit buyer. Bit of sour worm. (laughs) So yeah, that's the food section uh, covered. Um, I thought we wanted to start with... Something happened over the weekend that bummed me out a great deal. Um, It was actually in the car when we were driving back from our art group. I wasn't really saying anything because it was boring to explain. But uh, Joshua Drummond wrote a piece for Stuff. that was basically, I am a man and I am a feminist. Why all men should be feminists. And it was really good. And I was feeling really great about it. Scroll down. Great. Great, great intro. Great body. Great end. Scroll down to the comments. (laughs) And I just, oh, my head was in my hands. I just... Some of the it had obviously been sent to some kind of forum, is what I thought. But um, it bummed me out. What do we think about it?
0: It's amazing, isn't it? Because he preempted all of the ridiculous comments from people about how feminism emasculates men and feminists are just angry and probably a bit fat and ugly and disappointed with their lives. and, And so he preempted all of that, and then the people who comment just do exactly what he said you you, this is what you probably say so they go yeah I'm gonna say that now yes yeah yeah. but it was I I, see I wasn't upset about it I'm so used to reading hateful comments on the stuff website that they don't really bother me so much anymore and I was just thrilled that his article existed I thought it was a terrific piece from um, a male journalist Mm. And we still need that, you know I think sometimes people can get a bit snooty Like, oh, I'm a man, I'm a feminist Where's your badge of honour or whatever But yeah, it makes me feel great reading that Oh, I bloody love it I'm tired And if the boys will pick up the knives And stab things for us I think that's a really good thing There are other feminists in my, my era Who were really bothered by men Describing themselves as feminists yeah. But I'm I'm not one of them now I'm just like, oh no, you go for it, dudes Do it, do it It just
2: seems that that word has such a negative thing around it sometimes like just calling yourself a feminist people like oh to just taken aback by it Mm. but it's he wrote in that article and it was a really good way of describing it which was pretty much as a feminist as a person that like wants to treat women like people like human beings (laughs) yeah like human beings it's just yeah i don't know there's just a thing about that word i think Mm, people just like not for me yeah some people were like i used to call myself that but not anymore (laughs)
1: you're like okay (laughs) good on you there were just some great things like Eastern Porirua wrote men can't get pregnant and women cannot produce sperm that is where it all starts women get pregnant and stay home men go out and work simple Oh, my God.
0: So simple. Yeah. Well, I don't don't know that women stay home. I think they stay in their cave and men go out and kill a mammoth. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. What I like to do with the stuff comments, I do this when they leave stuff on my columns, is I imagine the eastern Pororua reading that. (laughs) And and then after he said Women stay home And men go out and work That's simple And then a little bit of dribble Comes out of the corner of his mouth And he looks off to the side And shouts Nurse I've wet myself (laughs) And if you do that With every single comment Like the one You are wrong Above Male feminism Is a form of emasculation (laughs) Nurse I've wet myself And it's okay It's okay You get through
2: yeah, that makes me feel better. Also, don't call yourself Eastern Porirua. <laughs> no, it's, there's a place for everyone. Obviously
0: doesn't have a very creative mind.
1: Well, you are wrong. He <laughs> certainly tried a little harder with their name.
0: Yeah, he really had a, if it is a he, I'm um, making a terrible assumption there, he really had a plan for the kind of thematic approach he was going to take to leaving comments on the yeah. website.
1: He's like, I don't even need to write a single comment. The name says it all. <laughs> yeah, so that was... I don't know. It just, it just made me sad. But I do think that it just got, it got to a particular corner of the internet somehow. And then it just got flooded with these things. And it's obviously no, um, nothing new. <laughs> like uh, the return of kings, say. Yeah. The lovely group that tried to come here in February or tried to assemble because they're already here, apparently, in caves and in their mother's basements.
0: Not very many of them, though, because they didn't turn up. No. They, they were all well when because I'm always suspicious that when they say they cancelled all those events, like, was that just Roosh at home in his <laughs> mum's basement going, Oh, nobody replied to me. Yeah, no one's coming to my party, so I'm gonna say <laughs> that it's been cancelled because of a fire. <laughs> I think it actually was.
1: I was really, I was really concerned that, um there was going to be a giant turn I don't know I don't know because suddenly I I just didn't I had no idea about this group you know and you hear all this stuff all over Twitter and everything and I was like no one's gonna go to that surely that doesn't exist that sort of thing that sort of thing and I'm very glad that it seemed like there were more anti-return of kings than
0: Mm. kings yeah and really well organized I thought I was um privy to a little bit of the behind the scenes organizing just really as a spectator of the um the two men who Fronted the the anti Return of Kings meetups. John, I keep wanting to say Paleolithic, but it's Paleth. Paleolithic, yeah. yeah. That's and yeah, that's and the lovely guy whose Twitter handle is Megapope. Anyway, mm. so they were the two sports people. But so and they that was a really conscious decision that because this was a thing that the Return of Kings is organised by men, that men should lead the protest against it. Mm. But they took a lot of advice from women. About mm. how to, you know, what the talking points would be, and how to how to deal with the media stuff, which I think is a really good way of doing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. And again, I feel like there was some of that, much like the Joshua Drummond piece. People kind of go, "Oh, good on you, men!" Like, there's that real kind of snidey thing of men who step up still. Yeah. And it's like, feminism helps everyone. Yeah. You know? yeah. Standing up against this stuff is not is not. You know, gonna hurt hurt men. It's
0: actually all gonna help because it's supposed to be about freeing us all from the roles that society says we should do. And it's it's that, that kind of prescriptive here how you must be to men as well. You know, don't cry, don't express emotion, don't mm. be a great full time parent, don't you know you have to be hard and blah blah blah. That's I mean, that's a problem for men, right? Hmm and I, feminism will be awesome with that
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, everyone just needs to get crying like it's good yeah honestly. oh my god it's so good to cry I love crying <laughs> my friends were making fun of me the other day because I listen to a lot of sad music but I love it yeah. so I just go oh emotions
1: just have a cry yeah I cried a couple of times last week yeah. It's all good. yeah do you book them in
2: do you like schedule them I've done that No, but it seems like a good idea. Yeah. I might do that. Diary. (laughs) Crying day. Yeah. (laughs) Just lie in bed and cry and eat chocolate. (laughs) Just line up a playlist
1: of, like, unlikely animal friendships and you're like, oh,
2: Oh, no. (laughs) That's me done. Yeah, that's me. Absolutely. In my grave. Come to my funeral. (laughs) I'll send you an invite.
1: I do that. I can't get away from that kind of stuff now. It's like, I think Facebook has figured out my, like, algorithm for
2: Animals. Also because I tag you on everything. And also, yeah,
1: it's because you, it's because you've done it. But now it's just like I can't go on Facebook without being like, oh no, I have to be
0: vegan now. And like, did you see the donkey in the hammock? I just for, oh, for some no. reason that really got me—a little baby donkey in a hammock, having a swing and a little, just cuddling oh, no. all by itself. But in a hammock, really oh. happy. How did it swing? Did, did it? I like, sh- think somebody out of shot might have been moving it, but the mm. donkey looked really happy. Still good. Anyway, it's mm, just a thing. Still real good.
1: Yeah. See, those are the kind of emotions
0: that uh, feminism can help.
1: (laughs) Donkeys and swings. (laughs) Um, I thought we'd take a break. Take a a chit chat. Yeah, yeah. To talk about, I wanted to make some sections for the podcast because I want structure of some kind. And I thought we could just talk about cool tips of the month. (laughs) I couldn't come up with a good name for it, so I just thought that. Um, But I feel like there are just little things that, every woman does that kind of help them in their everyday lives that you might not even talk about because they're so simple or you know seemingly so trivial but they can actually make a big difference so i thought we could
2: shoot shared about that zoe oh, yeah. i did a thing yesterday <laughs> where i went to the supermarket and i bought a two dollar bunch of roses red roses real good and then put them in my house Did a cheeky snapchat saying so the bachelor knows where i live
0: <gasps> It no. made me feel great. That's made so me feel gosh. like a boy loves
2: me, <laughs> but it was yeah. just me. You
0: love yourself. That's really good. Mm. And they're in my room and they look beautiful. Buy yourself flowers. $2. Mm.
2: $2. Oh, oh they were going off, but.
1: Oh, right. They they're rotting. I mean, they're fine. They still look right.
2: self-love. A dying flower is still a beautiful thing. <laughs> Sure, press press there. Yeah, press them upside down, and
0: dry, and yeah, and then you can turn them up the right way and put them in a vase, and it looks like you're into voodoo. Oh, that's that's a good idea.
2: Mm.
0: I quite like. um, Walking around, we've got a wooden deck, and I every now and then just like to walk around with my hammer and have a bash at <laughs> any loose nails. It makes me feel, because it's not really <laughs> achieving anything. Yeah. But you know how nails just sort of work, them, work their way at half a <laughs> centimeter, so I just wander around and and just bash at the nails, and I feel really kind of capable and um, yeah. It's, it's good. stress at yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good way
1: to take our digression. Yeah. It means I've got biscuits in my mouth, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, so I actually uh, went to a... What do you call that place we went where the bottles are? Bottle oh, rubbish. like a... Um, thing.
2: Oh. Transfer station. Transfer station. So it was cool? Yeah. You can tell we grew up in the city. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't believe it. It was very rural. But you got to sort out all the bottles into the colours. And we were just throwing them. I don't know if you're actually supposed
2: to We are breaking them. a lot of glass. <laughs> I really don't think that would save the game.
1: all of them. Um, That was good stress release. That was real
2: good.
1: Uh, I have a tip about public transport, which was inspired by... An essay that I read somewhere about a woman who. She was like, the title was something real good and clickbaity. like, I spent a month of my life sitting on men's laps in buses, just because she was so sick of, like, getting a ride home and having, like, these men sitting, like, so I'm doing it, I'm doing it, so you can't actually <laughs> see it, but um, sitting, like, <laughs> splayed-legged, taking up millions of seats, so she just, instead of asking them to move or not sitting down, she just sat on them oh my God. for an yeah, entire month, and it was just amazing. <laughs> so I started thinking about that a bit, just kind of taking back space in a on public transport and now I've just like don't come near me my arms are on both armrests like (laughs) go away I am not moving for you and like I I really noticed it as I was reading the essay actually it was on a plane and I was sitting between two young men probably the same age as me and I realized that I was sitting crunched in making yourself as small as possible my elbows were folded my legs were folded they were just all over the armrests their legs were crazy i was like you're not you're not the ones who give birth here you don't get to yeah. sit like that
2: <laughs> i'm gonna take that tip because i very foolishly booked the world's longest flight to dubai and i'm so scared about that i'm just gonna sit with my entire body like this and if anyone tries to touch me i'll be like get off me so he has her arms out like she's been crucified by the way because <laughs> <laughs> i will be but <laughs> i'm dreading it but i'm gonna do that mm.
0: It just makes you feel good because it's like I feel like you forget that you're a worthy being yeah. as well. You yeah, know? yeah, we do make ourselves really small, and there, there, there is a—I don't know if that I've thought about this. Men's um, accepted stance uh, sitting down is to take up as much space as possible, mm. and women mm. do the crossed legs and the folded arms and the hunched over. take a lot of room up in Yeah. The mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's just a good thought just next time you're on the bus just think about it have a look around and see what other women are doing because you do notice it as soon as as soon as you're aware we're just tiny little <laughs> squeeze into a box <laughs> don't mind me <laughs> um good for hiding though uh
2: <laughs> okay, <fine. laughs> got so that
1: was tips any more tips no you change the oil in your
2: car Oh, I wouldn't say I changed the oil. That's a <laughs> that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I checked it. Oh, okay. Well, got the dipstick? Got the We'll wipe it off. Oh, check it again. Look at it. Add some more oil. I didn't really know what I was doing, to be fair, but it looked cool. But I you think did it sounds great. Yeah, I did it. I did it. I checked the uh, the water, pumped the uh, tires up. Mm-hmm.
0: I like pumping tires mm. up. Mm. Yeah, you got to find the garage with the digital air pump so that you dial up the pressure that you want for your tyre which you can read in the book in the glove box and then when it's sufficiently full it makes a dinging noise and you you look very clever when <laughs> you hang it up and oh my tip is uh for all those car things um keep some baby wipes in the side pocket of the car door so that afterwards you can stand there and, and make a big deal out of cleaning yourself up because you <laughs> you planned this whole thing <laughs> and you knew it would make you dirty it wasn't a surprise and then you can move on mm.
1: it's good Baby wipes for everything as well. Mm. It's just another... Yeah. Just, honestly. <laughs> um, that car thing just got me thinking about... I remember when my mum taught me how to change a tyre. Like She spent a whole afternoon doing it. She drove over some glass in the <laughs> driveway and was like, oh no, <laughs> this is a life lesson for Alex now. Let's make it that. And I learnt and I did it all myself and I felt really good about it. And I think I had just got a car at the time as well. So I was like, I'm all set. And then I was in the car with Jordan, our friend Jordan, and she hit a curb or something and her tie went flat like the day after and I was like this is my moment like I am so so excited that I have the skills to deal with this and we we're in the pack and save in uh Mount Albert and as soon as I got down and started doing the thing with the jack and all of that just men <laughs> so many men came over and they're like all right love <laughs> I don't know why they wear that accent but they were Cockney. (laughs) (laughs) And they just kind of literally took over, and that really kind of bummed me out.
2: I probably could have done with their help, but you know, it was just like. I find that, yeah, because I kind of, at the same time, I kind of love that because I'm like, oh, they're trying to help out. And like, on the other hand, it's like you can do it. Because I remember once I was parked in a really tight spot. I'd paralleled in there, first of all, did it by myself. And then when we left, I was with one of my friends, and he was like, oh, I'll just stand here and like help you out. I was like, no, 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 I can do it. And he's like, no, no, I'll just watch back. And I was like, get in the car. I can do it. And then, like, (laughs) I just, like, he got in the car and I was like, look at
0: me. And it was really, like, shame. Mm. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite nice. I mean, I think sometimes that's how men show their, um, in relationships, I think that's often how men show their affection for partners. My my dad always took care of my mother's car and Mm. he might not have bought roses. (laughs) But taking care of her car was his way of saying that he cared about her. Yeah, that's like my parents as well. But it's still, it's so good to know that you can do it yourself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. If you've seen any horror movie. Yeah.
2: It's what you go. Yeah, you know. do need, like, it's a really good skill to have. I sometimes worry about, because my dad's a builder, he does everything around the house. I just wouldn't know how to do anything. Because he always, like, it's a good thing. He always helped me do stuff. So I'm kind of worried about... I'm so moving to London in a month. What am I going to do <laughs> if something happens? Be oh, fine. Going to have to call a handyman. Skype. Yeah, Skype <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. And oh my he'd dad doesn't like really have a computer.
1: <laughs> See, not everyone knows everything. <laughs> so we We're talking about Return of Kings, which is actually a funny springboard into Duke, mm-hmm. which is TVNZ's man channel. Um, obviously they're very different. I'm not equating them at all, but I just think it's funny. Someone brought up in our office the way that these manly things embrace those old kind of royal titles like Return yeah. of Kings. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not, you're not a king. And then we've got little old Duke, who's TVNZ's new little brother, they call him.
0: It's a real throwback, isn't it, to back in the good old days before, like, penicillin and <laughs> the right to vote and all of those things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Duke. I, immediately in my head, I've got... Um, so I'm I'm going to be watching Western movies on it all the time. Obviously, it'll be the Duke mm. striding around in spurs and stuff. I'm still loving it. No yeah, way. you're all for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. But it, it's really lame that oh look, we're going to do we're going to do a, a thing, and somebody said that it's a bit sexist, so we're going to <laughs> embrace the sexism. But they're still doing it in a really kind of lame way. Like the fabulous joke on Twitter was that. Uh, person who, the binary smasher who said I'm not going to watch television with my genitals mm-hmm. so their response to that is I don't think you'll have to undergo gender transformation as a prerequisite to tuning in. That's the wor- if that's supposed to be a joke it's a terrible terrible joke. Yeah, yeah they've done some really
1: weird branding with it but I think they also, I noticed when they changed their header to just in quote marks so sexist Ian of Tower. I was like, "Why didn't you make that a woman?" Because it seemed like if they did that, it would make it too real, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And it would be like, not—it's not even a joke anyway. No. But um, it's just—it's weird that that meeting has happened at some point, and all these kind of suits have been like, "What's good for a brand? Sexism? Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Let's go absolutely crazy with it." And they did all (laughs) over social media. But I guess it's all publicity, isn't
0: it? And that's—and I guess they've gone joke royal distinguished cowboy daisy just yeah. jokes put up here and and somebody's gone wow it could mean so many things yeah. <laughs> let's have that <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> can you just imagine if it was on the other hand and it was like a girl channel Called princess And <laughs> I'm like That would go down well Surely Exactly
1: <laughs> It's a really good point I saw some boxing gloves The other day Don't know why I was looking At the boxing glove section But they had like All the different Sizes And like the man one And the woman one it was like King Bloody Whatever All the royal men And then there was just One set of women's gloves And it was just called princess And all oh, these Just these tiny little things And it was just like oh, Were they pink? Yeah yeah. You want them eh? Yeah
2: I Yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, princess has very different connotations,
0: doesn't it? And so does duchess. I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on that now. I'm going yeah. So a woman, a women's channel. If you called it duchess, it would just be doilies and cups of tea. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it'd be way too fancy. Chicks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What would you call it? it? Our chicks channel. (laughs) Yeah.
1: People uh, had a spew at me about um. Well, we've got you. Women have got vibe vibe is actually quite real funny mm. as a woman's a woman's <laughs> channel name. And I'm pretty Yeah, that is actually <laughs> like that's way funnier and cooler mm. than joke. And someone was like, And what about the E channel? I was like, Ugh. just the fact that women like watching the Kardashians. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a woman's channel that mm. is defining what a woman is. Guys like watching the Kardashians.
2: It's true. I was one one New Year's, it was raining and we were stuck in this house and we watched a marathon of the Kardashians pretty much the entire week and they were mostly guys. They loved it. What do they like about it? It's just addictive. I think they just oh they probably liked it because they're hot. <laughs> but <laughs> it is addictive though. You just yeah. get so invested. So quickly. Are you still watching it? Nah, not as much. It's just because it you have to invest a lot of time. Because mm. you're gonna go down a wormhole and you're gonna stay there. If so you wanna watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? I just don't have time.
1: Yeah, I could also highly recommend. I've just started following uh Is it following on Snapchat or just yeah, a, following. having Kylie Jenner on Snapchat? I'm going to burp, sorry. <laughs> Bad timing. Um,
2: She lives an interesting life. I wouldn't recommend yeah. following her, actually. It gets boring very quickly.
0: Is she the most normal of them all?
2: Nah, no, I would argue that she's probably the least. Ah. Well, I reckon anyway.
1: Yeah, I feel like Kendall is the normalist. Yeah, reckon? yeah. Or maybe Cork, uh... Courtney maybe Courtney. <laughs> But yeah, Kylie's the one yeah. who's suddenly got real famous, eh? Like mm. she's her profile's just gone massive since
2: last year. She's huge. Yeah. She so she she's got the lips. She has multiple yeah. lips. Yeah. So she created these lip kits. They sold out in like point three of a second or something. It's insane. Like somebody that has that much influence yeah. on anything. Can you imagine what they could do for like a good cause? Yeah. Mm. You know? It's crazy. It's just insane, but her Snapchat is so bizarre. She's eighteen, maybe or nineteen. She has the most lavish house we've ever seen. She's got like makeup artists in her house every single morning. It's just—it's not a normal life. It's so weird. She has so many dogs. Yeah, they're all very thin dogs. Like there's all oh little too skinny whippet things. Mm. Get me a Labrador any day. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh, talking of the Kardashian Zoe. Yeah. So I wrote an amazing piece for the spinoff.co.nz <laughs> this month about uh, spending a day like Kim Kardashian.
2: How did that go? It was crazy. It was just, I, I found it quite, I mean, I like makeup a lot, but I hadn't really been wearing a lot of makeup recently because I didn't really need to. And so I had to put on a full face of makeup and like big lips and blah, blah, blah and it just like it just took me such a long time i was like what the hell who has time for this it's as soon as you start wearing less makeup it's just it's a godsend mm. but she just yeah and the stuff she eats it's like oh they wake up and they make this and, blah, blah, and it's so boring like i my day is so boring if i don't eat something yum i mean that's really bad <laughs> but i honestly i live for food <laughs> And food lives for me <laughs> And uh, yeah It's just I, don't, I wouldn't want to do that Every single day What does she eat? Like Fish and stuff. Eggs oh, fish. Like, And she's mm. got a personal chef So that you know They can add spices and things <laughs> That you wouldn't have thought of <laughs> But yeah in presentation Oh presentation for everything. Garnishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 Lovely salad They've probably got You know Ingredients galore for a salad That makes a difference
0: mm. Must do something So weird to your head To do that Day after day after day. Like yeah. you are know, saying, Kendall H- or no, has a makeup artist in the house. I would, I w- I would get them out. Get I know them out of my house, <laughs> well, leave my face alone. She's got a posse around
2: her all day, every day. I'd just be like, get away from me. Mm. I want to just chill out and do nothing mm. and not have anybody around. Mm. It's probably all she's had, though, right? Yeah.
1: Because at the very least all her pesky old <sighs> sisters
2: um. Keeping up with the Kardashians started when she was very young so I mean she's not a normal person She's as close to an alien as we're going to come at this time
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons I like writing Is because those are the days I stay in my pyjamas And don't wash my hair and yeah. I clean my teeth Because otherwise I feel weird But that's mm. it pretty much
1: Then you can write or write like that.
0: Yeah, in my pajamas. Yeah, it's my favourite thing. That's the ideal state. Yeah, and sometimes if I'm on a real roll with the writing, I might not. I might not actually wash for a couple of days, (laughs) and I quite like it. And it's disgusting, but the difference between being totally filthy. And then having a shower and washing your hair and being really clean is so wonderful. It's the contrast yeah. that I really like. It's yeah. probably quite good for your skin, actually. Probably to let it mm-hmm. just stew in its own Yeah. Natural
2: oils. Yeah. Natural it comes smells. Self feeding <laughs> ecosystem Yeah. <sometimes. laughs>
0: yeah, so Great. I go I go through a sort of bag lady feral thing. <laughs> and then and then fix it. And I quite enjoy the fixing of it too. <laughs> the contrast. Yeah. 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 It's uh it's crazy section time,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm segueing into these real well, eh? Um, what do you want to do? I've got one that's called Yas Queen, which is about a woman of the month. It could be more than one woman, could be could be a group of women, could be
0: anything. Um, who have we got that's been a shining light in February? I can go with a thing. I did a show I did two shows with um Debbie Howard, Margaret Ehrlich, Annie Crummer, shona lang and sharon o'neill we did a show in hawks bay and a show in auckland and um and i did some a little bit of comedy and they did each other's music they did their own and each other's music so they, and so there's and i've loved them forever um i remember being a teenager and watching shona lang on studio one in the 70s and falling in love with her then and she's amazing anyway just this thing of um a uh, bunch of women aged between the youngest is 50 the oldest is 63 rocking out on stage for two hours mm-hmm. i joined them for melting pot because that's the kind of girl i am <laughs> and um stayed as far away from a microphone as i could because i'm not a singer at all but i danced <clears throat> like a hoyden and because i a bit by the end anyway um so i rocked out for one song and they they sang for two more than two hours. I was exhausted. I had to mm. go and have a wee sit down. It was like I climbed the stairs up to here. So they're and they're amazing, and and I think their voices are better, and they're just so comfortable. And Margaret Ehrlich does the sexiest dancing, and any crummy I just want to lick her all over, and it's just they're amazing. And the mosh pit is a whole bunch of middle aged women having the time of their lives and singing along to every lyric. And so I just want to celebrate women who keep doing what they do against the you mm. know, the, mu- the music industry which has been mm. so hard on all of them and mm-hmm. they, they never made the kind of money that they would have if they were men and they never got the recognition that they would have. But they're still doing it and they still really love it and they love each other and they do this thing and they're really good.
1: That's excellent. Zoe.
0: My one would probably be, um, Mm Kasia.
2: She's going through something pretty terrible at the moment, which if you're not aware of it, she pretty much has said that her producer at Sony, um, sexually abused her and Sony is unwilling to break, um, the contract with her and them. As, a, as an artist, and she's pretty much just saying, look, I just don't want to work with my abuser. And they're like, well, sorry, love. You're, you know, you have to stay here for a little bit longer. And, you know, they offered she can work with a different producer, blah, blah, blah. But I just think, you know, she, as somebody that's in the public, eye like that. She's pretty much put her whole career on hold. She hasn't made any music in the last three years or something because mm. of this because she's so steadfast and, you know, she's not worried about the fame or the money or whatever. She just wants her voice to be heard which it's not really at the moment so I kind of yeah I think it's her for me because she just um she's putting everything else aside I think some people might you know might not actually do that because they mm. just want to keep doing what they were doing and, mm,
1: and whatever you see what they're up against now that, yeah you know, once you see the fallout of the sketchy thing it's like well, why would anyone bother you yeah. know, talking about anything
2: yeah totally it's just so like she's not even asking for this guy to go to prison she's just asking to not have to work with him yeah yeah it's just insane
1: Uh, Did you see a very weird thing that the Herald did last week? -week, Midweek, their midweek Wednesday, they have like, steal her style, your midweek muse. And it was steal her style, Kesha. And I just thought that was real bad timing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the thinking was behind there. It was kind of like, we need something about this Kesha woman, but we don't want to talk about the real thing. Let's talk about her frocks. What's she wearing in court? You know, it's just like, oh. I just made my skin crawl a little bit. It was a very strange... Uh, editorial decision, I yeah. thought. <laughs> yeah. I was actually kind of going off the Kesha thing, I guess. Mine was just like, just a lo- All these really influential women who have done amazing things this month. Ka- like a lot of Lord and Lady Gaga and mm. all these people came out in support of Kesha, but also a Beyonce Super Bowl performance. Was that yeah. this month? Ye- yeah. 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 It- I'd have lost track completely. Uh, I just found that incredible. Uh, yeah, that was so cool. She just continues yeah. to just raise the bar every time in terms of like just how much her performance can mean to a, a whole lot of people yeah so i really liked that and obviously lady gaga at the oscars yesterday yeah. performing with all those god that uh, was incredible sexual violence survivors yeah it just feels like so, there's a real movement happening and people are recognizing their platform and their influence yeah and it's just great it doesn't seem to be slowing down. It seems to be getting more and more in your face to the point where it's like something is going to
0: change because of this. There's a real saying it out loud thing going on that's new in my experience of people, yeah, and people using their powers for good. You know, you were saying about the Kardashians, if they wanted to use those kinds of powers for good, what what would mm. they do? Yeah. You would probably save them rainforests by Friday. But, but people are using their platforms mm. to say really good things. Bloody mm. like Joe Biden and it's just... I loved it that he had to put in a line where he said, and I mean this sincerely, because he's a politician. And <laughs> yeah, 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 He wasn't, yeah. but he was wanting to make it really clear. He wasn't just making a speech that somebody had written. He meant yeah. it. Yeah, but, but it is. It's all out there on the table now.
2: Like Leonardo's um, acceptance mm. speech. Because that was such a big thing. And you, you were just expecting him to go up there and be like, yeah, it's been a long time coming around, right? he's like, no, climate change, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's had so, so many years to write it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, opens an ancient
1: yeah. scroll. <laughs> 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 yeah, and even, like, Patricia Arquette, who last year, I think, used... Was it last year The Boyhood came out? I don't know. She mm, used her... Yeah oscar speech to talk about the pay gap and and Mm. now when the second you know the Oscars rolls around a year later she comes out and says i haven't got any work since i made that speech you know like there is no there's nothing happening in the shadows anymore people are like i am getting screwed over for saying something i believe in and Mm. it's just yeah just talking about it yeah it makes a big difference
0: yeah, and people who have a lot to lose or people people who could play the game and win it who are choosing not to play the game. That's how I always feel about Jennifer Lawrence is that she could just play the game and win but mm. she's gone, no, actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to risk, I'm going to take some risks with this and say what I really think. Mm. She's cool. Mm. She's yeah. really she's cool. She's
1: so cool. The Barbies. The new Barbies. Yeah. I can't remember if we talked about this last time. I can't remember either.
2: It happened knows. right
1: at the turn of the month, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> a new moon,
0: a new Barbie, <laughs> a new life. I so badly want a Koovy Barbie. I just I think I'm the pro- prototype for Koovy Barbie. <laughs> I just, I look at her and go, oh, she looks familiar. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, I kind of feel like it's the same, you know, with the Barbie thing. Um, my mum kind of said, why would a little girl want the curvy one? Because, you know, it's Barbie's a fantasy and, you know, it's you you want the princess one, blah blah blah. But there is definitely something in seeing somebody that looks like you in an influential position and make instantly making yourself you feel better about yourself. Like as soon as this whole kind of plus size model thing came out. Like I'm not plus size, I wouldn't think, but the models definitely look a lot more like me mm. than the normal models, mm. you know, and I instantly was just like, "Oh my god, I can actually wear that. That looks good on her. Like it will look good on me." It just makes you feel a lot better about yourself. And so yeah. the Barbies probably have a big. There's got to be,
0: it's got to be good for marketing. Um, for I, I know that when you see a frock on a mannequin you, it's, you're hoping that you buy the frock and you look like the mannequin apparently mm. is the theory but there is a, di- a whole different marketing angle which is what you've just said that you see it on somebody who looks like you and go oh that's what I would look like and that's yeah. awesome mm. Yeah, it's like a uh, Beth Ditto of
1: I think it's the Gossip or Gossip yeah. that uh, band she's just started a plus size clothing range she came under fire because it was all quite expensive and she was like well if you like we've spent so long having to you know go to posty plus or oh, she didn't say Postie plus. She's not <laughs> but you know she's like why don't we deserve quality and luxury luxury brands and you know be able to spend as much on a dress as a thin person would on like yeah. a little silk slip thing actually that's kind of an interesting point it's a shame for people that can't afford it obviously but um just kind of that evening the feel in in kind of luxury realms Mm, as well i wonder if kids will
0: buy the different barbies
1: though that's the real test
0: yeah yeah i don't know i read a piece in time magazine saying that kids were kind of they knew that people wanted them to like the curvy barbie but they actually wanted to play with the skinny one but then Mm. but the skinny one's been around for Uh, What is she, 50? Is she 50? Mm. Yeah, Yeah. even older than that, I think. Yeah. So, you know, you're adjusting. You're getting used to a new style and shape.
2: Yeah, I think also part of the idea was that the Barbies look like the mum. Like, it could look like your mum. Because often that's, like, what little girls base their lives on. I mean, when I was younger... My dream jobs were checkout operator or bank teller because that was the only thing that I ever saw when I was that age because, mm. you know, you go out to the bank with mum and go to the supermarket. So if, you know, I'm sure I probably would have bought a Barbie that looked like my mum because I would have been like, that's yeah, a woman in my life that yeah. I know, you know. Mm. It's
1: weird how they don't make old Barbies, you know, like... The grandma. Restone Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they just keep them... Well, how old's Barbie? Like mid-twenties looking? Yeah. 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 Maybe that's just... It, Those, you don't want to focus on death, I suppose, with little kids and
0: aging. Well, it might be useful. Those Lamy dolls that I really like—they come with um, you can do stick-on acne and scars and <laughs> armpit hair and pubic hair and stuff. So you can and glasses, not not sunglasses, spectacles. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they can you can make them really real, and freckles and yeah, it's great.
1: I love that. Yeah, I like it too. Is it for kids? Yeah. Is it for...
0: No, they're for kids. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a great idea. Mm. Stick on a beard if you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah facial hair. Moulds yeah. with a little, <laughs> little hair. I'm making that part
1: up. <laughs> they should Coming in your spin-off
0: range. Playboy
1: also, following Barbie's footsteps in a way, <laughs> had a revamp. Um, now, no nudity, just... Very young-looking woman taking very provocative Snapchats of themselves. <laughs> seemingly, I don't know. I looked at the cover. I haven't actually seen the the inside of the magazine, but it kind of it kind of grossed me out. Still, I don't know. It didn't yeah. look didn't look super cool. It, it actually kind of reminded me more of just like those old was it Remix magazine who got in trouble for having the really young yeah. models. Is that kind
0: of super mm. sexualized uh, nymph? Mm. Ha- yeah, and have we got used to now? Instagram, um, people doing posting their own photos. And so when you, so it's with consent because she's looking at the lens. So you assume that she posted it herself or she certainly took it herself. So now when you see it in a magazine, I'm going, did she really know what they were going to do with that? Mm. I'm not sure that she's consent. It's it's taken, she's not the one putting it out there. Uh, a, A magazine's putting it out there. So she's not in control.
1: Yeah, true. It has a real creepy vibe to it that I don't like. It's almost the old Playboy. Unless you understand, you're like, that is glamorized. That's obviously done in a studio. There's a set. There's, like, funny chandeliers or whatever. <clears throat> but this is just, it almost has a predatory, like, in your own house kind of, yeah. <laughs> this could yeah. be anyone kind of thing to it. But the world's changing. Power to them. They can't keep up with porn.
2: That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, is there even a market for that anymore? Yeah. Who would spend money on that?
0: No. Well, you know, people always said that they read Playboy for the articles. So maybe they're, yeah. I mean, they, they had great journalism over the years. <laughs> yeah,
2: I it's thought that was good a joke.
0: Stuff.
1: And then but, someone was like, no, they actually published real good stuff. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. But
0: and
1: a
2: lot of cool
0: people wrote for them as well. <laughs> you know, like decent, really good writers would sell to Playboy because they, they had such a massive, massive circulation. They paid really well. So lots hmm. of, um, yeah. Lots of journalists over the, over the years have written for them. And are they still doing I didn't campaign? look at the list of articles that they had, but I would imagine that, I mean, they've got a... Maybe they're going for... If I was in charge, if I own Playboy, mm. I would go for really good quality long-form journalism with a couple of pictures of pretty ladies. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Just to... Soften it up. <laughs> you won't believe the boobs at the yeah. end of this ten thousand word interview. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to touch on, February, the month of Saint Valentine. Oh yeah. February fourteenth. What do we think of Valentine's Day these days? I don't know what to make of it anymore. I'm all confused.
2: I mean, you know what I think. I bought myself some bloody roses. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do anything on Valentine's Day for yourself? Um oh actually, I hung out with my friends. For Galantines, but Great. actually, I did that the day before and the day after.
0: What's Galantines? Is it girls? So, Girl I can't
2: times. remember if it's traditionally the day before, the day after, or the day of. I don't know. It's but it's basically just when you get your gal pals together and you just celebrate your friendship and your love for your Aww. friends. And it's so much better. Like, one of our friends went down to the beach, one of our friends bought a bunch of roses and gave all the girls a rose. Like The Bachelor. So I was on the... Oh, went to The Bachelor apparently. But yeah, it's just so nice. I mean, I spend a lot of time with... Like we, we both spend a lot of time with our friends as it is. But just to kind of sit down and be like, you guys mean so much <laughs> to mm. me. It's just so nice. It's lovely. Yeah. I like it. Yeah.
1: We did it last year as well and we actually... Wrote little messages for each other. That's um, right, yeah. Like a snaps Aww. kind of thing. Put them in little envelopes, save it till you get home. Mm. I've still got mine. Yeah, if, I yeah have, if I've read the stuff comments one day, that's like, like yeah. go straight to the envelope. Yeah, that's
2: such a good idea because you've just got this little envelope that everyone's written a little nice thing about you. Yeah. That's terrific.
1: I yeah. love that. Yay. It's very important when you have people on the internet saying that you have a sandy vagina because oh you're upset about things. <laughs>
0: It's In good. some cultures, a sandy vagina is regarded as a thing of beauty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's just meant to be intrepid.
0: I mean, you just spent a long time at the beach last week.
2: So. True. It's true. Who knows?
1: Yeah, it just feels like Valentine's Day is kind of dead to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I didn't really do anything. I mean, I went out for dinner with my boyfriend, but we do that a lot. Yeah. It was yeah. no, like,
2: nothing, you know. I feel like there's so much pressure on the guys That like if I was in a relationship at the moment and the guy was like, oh, we're going out for dinner, we're going to do this, rah, rah, I would sort of think you're only doing that because you think you have to do it. I would Mm. much rather just get like a really heartfelt card or something Mm. that, you know, really meant something and then didn't do anything for the whole day, you know? Yeah. Because it just like for me, I just be sort of thinking, oh, well, this is what society is expecting you to do. So you're just going to do it, but you don't really care. You just think I'll get mad if you don't.
0: Yeah, it's
1: true. It's a lot of things to – There's a lot of reading between the lines. There is, Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we just jumped on the Valentine's bandwagon because mm. we had we don't get to see each other that often, mm. and we went to the restaurant in our neighbourhood that was doing a special Valentine's Day dinner. So they had a set menu with like the I, I had I don't know, but the dessert <laughs> had roses in it, and there was a welcome gorgeous cocktail of pomegranates and champagne and so it was yeah so it was really nice, nice. <laughs> and we'd agreed that we weren't going to do anything you know gifty so I didn't <laughs> <laughs> and he he gave me a beautiful <clears throat> card with, with yummy nice things like, cards are great yeah, cards I are so love cards. cards yeah I would much rather receive a card
2: that actually said something nice in it than yeah. a present
1: so much more meaningful it I don't like know. making cards a lot mm. it's yeah. like it takes so long I always like get bits of carpet and hair and stuff stuck in it but i'm like adds to it this is me it's great yeah, take it yeah i had a like well, i had a borderline fit last year when i didn't get a christmas card for my boyfriend like <laughs> i was like i can't believe you didn't write anything so he sent me an e-card and i was like mm, not no, so. No,
0: so, no you can't use that as a bookmark <laughs> <laughs> it's no good.
1: yeah i i didn't want to end on like a bad a bad thing, but I also had a section that I wanted to call Mansplain Moment of the Month. Mm. Does anyone have anything for this section?
0: Michelle, mm. like I, kind of yeah. I kind of do, yeah, kind of do. Okay, um, but he knew that he'd mansplained, so it's, it's kind of uplifting in that sense. So, right. so I, um, uh, I did a piece of satire on the radio about how, uh, the transport. New Zealand Transport Authority was going to do a new safety campaign based on rape culture and the the plan was that um, rather than trying to keep drunk drivers off the road they should victim blame the drivers who, get hit in accidents Mm. see Mm. and it's called the stay home stay safe campaign so I did that on the on the radio and on my Facebook page people said hilarious it's really funny and I went yeah stay home stay safe Mm. and a guy climbed in and said actually Michelle women are um, much more in danger at their own in their own home rather than out in the streets and explained the whole percentages of sexual assaults happening not with strangers but with yeah 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 so um i directed him back to the piece the link that he hadn't actually listened to before he climbed that's always the way isn't it Mm, yeah you see the headline you
1: jump to the comments yep
0: No, he missed the whole thing. But he and once i said, dude, he went, oh, my God, I just mansplained. And I went, <laughs> yeah, you did.
1: Well done. That's good. You
0: get a star. Yeah.
1: yeah. it's nice. It's great to point out. I don't actually have any from this month. My favorite is always just that when people comment on some things that I write, they're always just angry that it has a feminist perspective and it's coming from a woman, I think, anyway. Um, but someone said... I can't remember what the what uh, the piece was, but they just said, oh, this is ridiculous. This is only a feminist issue because there's a woman involved. And I was just like... <gasps> uh.
0: Does your <laughs> brain go... Like a pinball machine when you try and unpack that?
1: Yeah. I just like fell asleep. I just didn't know what to do. It was just like, oh, thank you.
0: Thank you for the wisdom. I don't know how to explain.
1: Yeah. It that. just defies me. Like, but they were so angry as well. They were spitting. Spitting with rage. Anyway, yeah, so that was a cool thing. They just It was almost like it was just such a high concept mansplain that yeah. <laughs> I still don't have my head around it, you know? <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a mansplain. Maybe it was some divine message. Who knows? Very short sentence. Very difficult to figure yeah. out.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's been a hell of a month. It has. Looking forward to March. We've got The Bachelor.
2: Oh, Batching my God. Starting, I guys. cannot wait. Ayahu!
0: I so want to have a conversation with you immediately about why it's not... Um, why it's not a bachelor- bachelorette. Why are they this doing it that around? again? This time around. Yeah. I think they need
1: to get the franchise better entrenched in the Kiwi yeah, Kiwi mindset. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people hate it. And I I just can't imagine they can actually find 23 books. Yeah, that's done. what I reckon. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I think... I think art green was like a very hard get like he was shoulder tapped by his modeling agency that's what i understand anyway yeah it could be wrong but i think it's always the hardest part and to find 23 could be very tough i would love it though i would love it so much and it should be coming because that's generally how the franchise works in america they do you know one year on one year off one year Mm. on one year off and it's so great but maybe next year I'd really hope we'd see that even up because that's also the really good defense of that show when (laughs) when people question my credentials as a feminist (laughs) and I spend nine hours a day (laughs) writing about it. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway, that's coming in March. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you, Michelle. It was fun. Thank you, Zoe. Thanks. And uh, make sure you join us on the rag next month. (laughs)
0: Yauda Etewi, Diahe Butler here, podcast manager at the spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our Mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz donate. The Spinoff Podcast
2: Network.